Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Brand new Mo's tour introduced us yesterday by Yitzhak Saflis, the brand new Achenu CD here at JM in the AM. Before that, Avremel had Mo Da'ani, and of course, Regesh Mo Da'ani opening things up for us. It's a cold Tuesday with 34 degrees, 27 is the wind chill, rain expected later, very heavy rain and wind later tonight. High today, 40, tonight the low only, or I should say, thank goodness, it's only going down to 39 degrees. We're at 34 right now, waking up on a Tuesday at 18 minutes after 6 o'clock. This is JM in the AM. Hi, everybody. Let's all put on our jumping shoes. Everybody gather round. Here is what we have to say. Tell us, uncle, tell us, cousin. Let's all have some fun today. You don't have jumping shoes, but put on dancing shoes. Uncle Moishi, at your service. Now it's time to exercise. Cousin Nachum, here and ready for a really Come on over, won't you stay? You and me, we love dancing. Join the circle, dance along. You can dance with any person. You can dance to any song. I love singing, you love dancing. We'll be happy all day long. We love singing, we love dancing. Everybody join along. Now it's time to have some fun Uncle Moishi here and ready 
exercising is so much fun. You can exercise by dancing or spinning, bouncing, jumping, running, hopping, swimming, or even riding your bike. So join me, everyone. You can do it. Uncle Moishi, at your service now. It's time to have some fun. Cousin Nuck, I'm here and ready. We have room for everyone. Uncle Moishi, we love dancing. Bouncing, you love bouncing, we'll be bouncing all day long. We love bouncing, let's go bouncing, everybody join along. Uncle Moishi, at your service now, it's time to have some fun. Cousin Nuckum here and ready, we have room for everyone. Uncle Moishi, we love sharing, can we share with you today? Sharing is a special mitzvah, come on over, share away. You and me, we love sharing, join our crew. And share today. You can share with any person. You can share in any way. I love sharing. You love sharing. We'll be sharing all day long. We love sharing. We love sharing. Everybody join along. Uncle Moishi here and ready. We have room for everyone.
JM in the AM. Tuesday morning broadcast at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 FM and around the world on the web at jmtheam.org. It's a Tuesday on this 26th of November. Happy birthday to Cheryl Markowitz. Anybody who sees Cheryl Markowitz in Bergen County or anywhere else this morning or anytime today, make sure to wish her a very happy birthday. It's the 23rd day in the month of Kislev. The year 5774, Tufshin Ayan which means that we are just about a day and a half away from the great holiday of Hanukkah. Could you imagine tomorrow night the first candle will be lit, three blessings will be said, and will be set for the amazing, very early Hanukkah 5774. You heard the uh, Yalavievo selection. By Psachia, that's what he calls that uh, tune off of Shattered Glass. Yoli Folkowitz had Chazi. Adar had Mashiach. And Uncle Maishi before that with the uh, exercise song here at uh, JM in the AM. Well, 34 degrees, 54% humidity, wind south at 9, the wind chill at 27. Light rain this afternoon with a high of 40, then it gets really serious. Heavy rain and wind tonight, tomorrow. Uh, low tonight, 39. Tomorrow, thank goodness, the high gets up to 58. Yerushalayim right now, I assume, is in the middle of a heat wave. They're at 93 degrees. What is going on? Tel Aviv at 81, Haifa at 86, a lot at 88 degrees. We're at 34 with a wind chill of 27 here on a cold Tuesday at JM in the AM. Thanks for tuning in. We'll have a Hask concert update coming up later on. That's happening on January the 12th, of course, to celebrate 40 years of Camp Hask. We'll have that later on in this program. Liora Tedji, who was originally scheduled to join us yesterday, will hopefully join us in the 7 o'clock hour from Armei Obracha in Israel. We'll find out how to help out before the holiday of Hanukkah. And um, uh, plenty more coming up, including Thursday, our big day one of Hanukkah music celebration. It'll also coincide with Thanksgiving. I don't know if you've heard about that. It'll also coincide with the Thanksgiving. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, and uh, we'll have an opportunity uh, to celebrate Hanukkah both Thursday and Friday this week here at JMA. And by the way, <clears throat> excuse me, by the way, it looks like there in fact is a weekly update this coming Friday. And I know that that's uh, to the great happiness, maybe that's the wrong word uh, based on the most recent news stories, but I know that it makes a lot of people happy that we'll be able to uh, be on the air and analyze the news of the week this week, this coming Friday morning. So Friday, which is, uh, again, part of Thanksgiving weekend, and many times we are not here. This Friday, Malcolm Honline and I will talk 7.40 in the morning uh, this coming uh, uh, Friday morning at JM in the AM. So keep that in mind. And I know a lot of people want to hear an analysis regarding the uh, deal with Tehran, with Iran. And we'll do that uh, this coming Friday here at JMA. And by the way, Drudge's headline today, BB, let him have it. That's the headline from a Breitbart article that um, uh, is on the web, of course. The Prime Minister made it clear to the most powerful man on earth that if he intends to stay the most powerful man on earth, it's important to make a change in American policy because the practical result of his current policy is liable to lead him to the same failure that the Americans absorbed in North Korea and Pakistan 
and Iran could be next in line. That was the message conveyed by Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu to Barack Obama in a private telephone call Sunday to discuss the interim deal on Iran's nuclear program, according to a senior Israeli lawmaker in Netanyahu's ruling coalition, as reported by the Jerusalem Post. The White House's own official statement on the telephone call made no mention of any disagreement being aired, merely referring to, quote, their shared goal of preventing Iran from obtaining a nuclear weapon. Meanwhile, Netanyahu said that he would send a high-level diplomatic team to the U.S. to lobby for a tough final agreement with Iran that sees that country's entire nuclear enrichment program dismantled. In a development that may be related, British Foreign Secretary William Hague warned Israel not to interfere with the emerging deal, perhaps voicing a sentiment shared by Obama and other diplomatic partners. So what's really going on? I don't think anybody knows, but we'll see if we can uh, shed some light on it as we get closer toward the end of the week and uh, and see what this is uh, going to lead to, this aftermath of the deal with Iran, uh, what will happen in terms of a permanent deal, a final agreement regarding their nuclear enrichment program. Tuesday morning, JM in the AM, 34 degrees. It's cold out there, folks. 20 minutes before 7 o'clock, JM in the AM, and this is Yaakov Shweki.
together we are walking. Hey, hello, please. Can you hang up that death phone? Ever tries to choke us, making such a ruckus, we can burn focus. Dumbling, dumbling, and driving, eating, working, sleeping. Why keep on replying to all the rings and bits? Oh, 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 can you hang on the phone? Hang on the phone. Oh, 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 can you hang on the phone?
I see a light reflection, refraction Is it nothing more than a chemical reaction? It flickers and grows, nobody knows How much we feel, how quickly it goes Turn off the dark and vanquish the night Show the whole world for eight days at twilight Then and now, they fought and we fight Fight for the right to live by our own light Let me see the light Give me something to live by Let me Hanukkah, Hanukkah, 
חג חביב מאוד, שירונה, זמרונה, וצאו לרקוד. Today she was sitting on the street Sorrow in her eyes, a tin can at her feet Holes in her stockings and holes in her shoes She's that old beggar woman, no stranger to bad news I reached in my pocket To give a bill or two in my heart I was trying to think what I could do she thanked me for the money I turned to walk away but I waited for a moment as she began to say God loves the widow and the orphan and the blind the old and the needy who haven't got a dime and God loves the sickly, in his eyes we're all the same And God will love you too, you just call upon his name I don't know where she came from, I don't know her at all The wrinkles on her face, they kind of tell it all So reach in your pocket and give a bill or two And you can thank God in heaven that the beggar isn't you God loves the widow and the orphan and the blind the old and the needy who haven't got a dime God loves the sickly in his eyes we're all the same and God will love you too he just call upon his name. J.M. and the A.M. with Beggar Woman off of the Yes Legacy CD. That's Mark Levine before that Theodore Bikel with Hanukkah. The Maccabees had Shine, Needle with Al-Achas, and of course Lipa with Hang Up the Phone. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. On Facebook, you want Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. Like that page. Twitter at Nahum Siegel Net, at Nahum Siegel Net. Instagram, just search my name, Nahum Siegel. Join us on social media, everybody. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. המשטרה עצרה נער בן 17, החשוד שדרס אתמול בבוקר את הקשיש מאיר סולומון, זכרו לברכה, ונמלט מהמקום מבלי להגיש לו עזרה. כתבתנו עדה שטייף. כבר אמש הצליחו חוקרי התאונה להגיע למשפחתו של החשוד, נער בן 17 וחצי. התברר כי הוא זה שנהג במכונית. בעקבות בקשת החוקרים שההורים יורו לבנם להסגיר עצמו, הוא הגיע הבוקר למשטרה. מחקירתו טען כי חש שפגע במשהו, אבל לא חשב שדרס מישהו, ולכן עזב את המקום. בשעה הקרובה יובא החשוד להערכת מעצר בבית משפט השלום בראשון לציון.
בעקבות מזג האוויר השרבי, גל שריפות בצפון, כתבנו קובי מנדל. מוקד השריפה העיקרי כעת הוא ביער החיעוד, וסמוך לו השריפה אשר פרצה לפני הצהריים באזור היישוב שורשים, שם הושגה רגיעה בשעה האחרונה. בכיבוי הדלקות בגליל המערבי פועלים למעלה מ-15 צוותי כיבוי בסיוע מטוסי כיבוי. קודם לכן הושגה שליטה על שריפה גדולה שהשתוללה במקום אחר, באזור קיבוץ ניר עציון, לא הרחק מהאזור שלפני בדיוק שלוש שנים אירעה בו השריפה הגדולה בכרמל. למרות התמונות הקשות והתגובות החריפות במערכת הפוליטית, המחלקה לחקירות שוטרים החליטה לסגור את תיק החקירה נגד השוטר שהשתמש באקדח טייזר במעצרו של בועז אלברט, תושב יצהר. כתבנו יותם ברגר. מחקרת מח"ש עולה כי השימוש באקדח הטייזר נעשה פעמיים בלבד בהתאם להוראות ולתורת ההפעלה של האמצעי. עוד עולה מהחקירה כי הסרטון שהופץ באמצעי התקשורת בחודש אוגוסט לאחר מעצרו של אלברט בביתו שבשומרון היה ערוך בצורה מגמתית. לכן הוחלט לסגור את התיק. שר החוץ של איראן, מוחמד ג'וואד זריף, אומר ארצו תהיה מוכנה לקחת חלק בשיחות לפתרון הסכסוך בסוריה שהתקיימו בג'נבה בסוף חודש ינואר. השתתפותה של איראן בפסגת ג'נבה 2 היא להשקפתנו תרומה חשובה לפתרון הבעיה, אמר זריף לטלוויזיה המקומית באיראן והוסיף, אם נזומן, נשתתף בלי תנאים מוקדמים. התחזית, סוף נובמבר וגם אחר, שרבי ואביך. ולסיום, בפעם הראשונה דיסני תפיק סרט הוליוודי על פי עלילת סרט יהודי ישראלי. הסרט החדש עתיד לצאת לאקרנים בשנים הקרובות, והוא יבוסס על הסרט הדולפין של דני מנקין ויונתן ניר. הדולפין עוקב אחר סיפורו של נער שהתנתק מסביבתו בעקבות טראומה, ושב לחיים באמצעות קשר ייחודי שפיתח עם דולפינים בריף באילת. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
Sadiq Katamar, done by uh, Nochi Krohn and his band, off of the uh, CD entitled Bunai here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, opened up the hour musically with a, uh, after our news from Israel, 
with that amazing selection, brand new from Shal Shellas. It's called Hine Kel. It's off the uh, upcoming Connections CD from Shal Shellas, and it is a good one. That was uh, ac- we actually did that off of the video that accompanies that song, and you could hear the influence of Shlomo Katz on that uh, selection. Really incredible. Hine Kel, brand new. Here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning with 34 degrees. It's cold out there. Light rain later on today, but then heavy rain and wind overnight. And it looks like it'll be the same for tomorrow. So we're in for quite a storm. Uh, low tonight, 39. The good news is that we go up tomorrow to 58 degrees. Yerushalayim is in the middle of a heat wave at the end of November. If you heard the uh, reference on the Israeli news, <laughs> they acknowledge they are, in fact, in a heat wave. 93 degrees in Yerushalayim. 80s all over the rest of the country. And the end of November, Hanukkah tomorrow night, and they don't even have a chill in the air. Just the opposite, in fact. JM in the AM at 16 minutes after the hour. We've moved our Yeshiva League sports update. This is typical of Thanksgiving week. Usually, Yeshiva League sports update is at 7.20 on Tuesdays. Uh, but there's so, so many games tonight. I believe there's a total of eight games in one of the leagues. There's so many games tonight. That Elliot Weiselberg will present the uh, a Yeshiva League sports update for this week tomorrow morning at 7.20 to get in all the action from this evening's games. Uh, so we'll move it, all right? So it's uh, 24 hours later than usual. Tomorrow morning, 7.20 for the Yeshiva League sports update right here at JM in the AM. More coming up. Keep it at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web. JMNAM.org.
Tuesday with Ufaratsta. Well, will the uh, will Ufaratsta from Baruch Levine make it into the top nine at nine? Find out tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern time on our stream. When Yossi Zweig, and he does this every Tuesday, counts down the top nine at nine, based on your votes. Voting ended, excuse me, voting, voting ended last night. Uh, this was a little bit of an exception week. Usually we do the voting through sometime Tuesday. But the voting ended last night. Uh, in this uh, case, in this week's case. So no more voting, but uh, you'll find out what the results are coming up at 9 p.m. tonight on the stream at jmtheam.org. Uh, Rabbi Yigal Siegel, who now is uh, back in Israel in the heat wave of Yerushalayim, <laughs> and it does seem like it's a heat wave, 93 degrees in the end of November. Uh, he spoke today with uh, Dr. Peter Abelow, one of the great tour guides of Israel, who um, is going to review with him some of the incredible sights that one can see in Israel during Hanukkah. That's on Homeward Bound tonight in the 7 o'clock hour here at jmtheam.org. So make sure to be tuned in for that. And um, and uh, this morning, also great programming. I hope that... Uh, I hope that Mark Zamek is listening carefully to uh, Ellie Hagler's show at 9 o'clock this morning at jmtheam.org because uh, this morning on the um, on the program that we call the OU Jewish Reaction Show, which follows JM and the AM, 
And let me read this from uh, the way that uh, that Ellie posted it, so I don't get this wrong. Ellie Hagler today is um, going to be discussing at 9 a.m. the attempt to understand and explain what Thanksgiving cut is, how it happens, why it's so rare, and why it won't happen again for 70,000 years. Uh, plus a great mix of Thanksgiving and Hanukkah music that's happening uh, between 9 and 10 this morning. At 10 o'clock this morning, courtesy of our friends at Koren Publishers, I get to uh, interview Rabbi Shlomo Riskin. Um, he is uh, he has completed, the and it's about to be released, the fifth volume of his five-volume Torah Lights series on Parshish Shavua. And we, of course, go into great depth regarding these Parshios, uh, Yaakov and his sons, Yosef and his brothers. Um, so that's between 10 and 11 this morning. Rabbi Shlomo Riskin joins us. ZK does the Tuesday live lunch, which will feature uh, the Achenu debut, the debut of the Achenu uh, CD uh, in the middle of today's live lunch. There's a lot going on in our stream today. Tuesdays have become a, a massive day. Take advantage and stay tuned in all day long at jmtheam.org. A drop early for Rabbi David Goldwasser, his words, Zechonish Masar of Zeb and Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. In Mesech de Shabbos, in the Babylonian Talmud, Chazal discuss that the mazel under which a person is born, his inherent nature plays a significant role in making every individual different. However, Chazal do not suggest that the person should try to completely change that nature, nor can he change the sign of his mazel. Rather, the person is advised to make the necessary adjustments in his nature that will channel his energy for example, if an individual was born under the muscle of Madim, that would indicate that he has a propensity to spill blood. But Rashi elaborates that this could encompass a murderer as well as a shaykhet or a moyel, meaning that although the individual may be born with a nature to be a shaykh domim, to spill blood, he still has the wherewithal to use this nature for mitzvahs and avodas Hashem. The Vilna Goyim comments similarly on the Posuk in Mishle, Chanoich Lenar Al Pidarkoi. The Vilna Goyim explains that it's very difficult for a person to crush his tendencies. Therefore, one has to direct and guide the individual in the way of mitzvahs, according to his own personal muzzle in nature. This will ensure that it will continue on that path even when he gets older, and he won't digress. If one forces the individual to thoroughly fight his nature, he will heed out of fear. However, later, once he's free and no longer repressed, he's going to stray, because it's impossible for him to wipe out his muzzle. The differences between people manifest themselves in many different ways. For example, one person delves into limutara, into learning, he studies in great depth. The second one learns Bikiyas. He covers a lot of ground. One person is inclined to learn Halacha, Law. The other person learns Agadita. These are examples of Limud HaTorah. And it's impossible for us to measure the value of each course. The achievement of Bracha is when a person is successful in that area of Torah to which he is drawn. 
We learn in the Talmud, in the Tractate of Sanhedrin, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi asks of the Mashiach, It is written in Daniel, Behold, he came with the clouds of heaven. Yet, in Schaya we read, He'll be poor and riding on a donkey. Which one is correct? If B'nai Yisrael merits it, he will come with the clouds of heaven. If Klai Yisrael does not merit it, he will be poor and ride on a donkey. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. and the A.M. on this Tuesday, getting closer and closer to the holiday of Hanukkah. Leora Teji is with us from Yerushalayim. You might recall that we visited or Bracha back in August. We had quite a show from there, and Leora has visited us many times as she continues to help terror victims and is giving out food items every single Thursday uh, to hundreds of families. And, of course, now, whenever it's uh, any type of holiday before Rosh Hashanah, uh, before Pesach, and even before Hanukkah, she needs extra help, whatever we could do to help. Um, I would hope that our listeners would respond. Leora Teji, shalom, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, thank you, Nachum. Shalom, how are you? Baruch Hashem, everything is wonderful. Uh, tell everybody uh, what Armeu Bracha is. Remind our audience what uh, Armeu Bracha does every week and does every day. Armeu Bracha supports victims of terror, a lot, a lot of orphans and widows we have. We give them baskets every week on Thursday in Arzea Bira, Yakin Street, and we give for 400 family. Now, Bezrat Hashem, uh, this week we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have uh, somebody. Her name is Gila. Uh, Gila, uh, she's a very beautiful girl. Her uh, father and her uh, grandma and her twins uh, died from the terrorists. And uh, now, uh, Baruch Hashem, she's uh, celebrated the Bat Mitzvah here in our organization on this Thursday. Unbelievable. Mazal Tov. Mazal Tov. That's the first day of Hanukkah. The day of Hanukkah, and we're going to give out 8,000 donuts. <laughs> That's quite a way to celebrate Hanukkah. I'm looking online at some of the pictures that you have preparing for Hanukkah. Obviously, some of them uh, from past year's uh, celebrations as well. Everyone could check that out. The website, terror-victims.org.il, terror-victims.org.il. You're doing a special Hanukkah campaign to encourage people to contribute, encourage people to give, because the families that uh, that come to you for help, the number just keeps increasing every single week, right? Right. Everybody out there, how could they help? How could people... Um, uh, help out now before Hanukkah to uh, support the organization. Uh, to support the organization, we need the uh, we need the uh, extra extra money because we need extra food. We're going to give each one of the each one of the donuts. It costs us two shekel <laughs> and not four shekel because uh, they uh, make us uh, they give us a less uh, price right. because they want to share. So even we have uh, two shekel, it's uh, like, uh, I don't know in English, how much is it in English, uh, two shekel? In American money, I guess that would be about, uh, I'm trying to think, I guess it would be about 30 cents or so, something like that, 40 cents? Even not one dollar. Right. So it's a big, big help here, and uh, we're going to give each one of the children a present for Hanukkah to make them uh, happy, and uh, Monday... 
uh, second uh, December we have for uh, 500 kids, we have a big, big, big party. All the people, they come to celebrate with us. They are volunteer, make them music, bring them clowns, popcorn, yam bam bam, a lot, a lot of different things for the children. Fantastic. Um, terror-victims.org.il, that's the way that you can help, terror-victims.org.il. A lot of people are going to be in Israel uh, for Hanukkah and then after Hanukkah because a lot of people travel during winter vacation. And one of the things that we always recommend, Leora, is uh, for people to join you on Thursday to give out food, to help sponsor the day. How should they be in touch with you in Israel, in Yerushalayim? They can to call to my phone and uh, they can uh, email us. My phone number is uh, 050-419-7775, or in the office, it's 02-5824-630. All right, and we recommend anybody who can contribute now before Hanukkah should do so, terror-victims.org.il, terror-victims.org.il, the Ormeyer and Bracha Terror Victim Support Center. By the way... Uh, I've been informed that it's 57 cents. 57 cents is what you are paying for each donut. So anybody who wants to contribute, uh, they could use that as a uh, as a benchmark when they make their contribution uh, to our mayor Ubracha and uh, help out. So it's going to be a very busy Thursday. In addition to everything that you have going on every week uh, at our mayor Ubracha, you're going to be celebrating Hanukkah with everybody. You have the big bat mitzvah. This coming Thursday, it's going to be a very wonderful Chag for everybody uh, where you are in Yerushalayim. Yes, and we have the soup kitchen. We have 50 children. They're going to come here also to celebrate the Bat Mitzvah with this uh, with Gila. Very nice. It's going to be a nice celebration. Uh, our Mayor Bracha, the Terror Victim Support Center, Leora Teji, takes good care of people who are in great need in Israel and specifically Yerushalayim, every single week. And now before Hanukkah, we encourage everybody to participate with her, terror-victims.org.il, terror-victims.org.il, to make a donation. Leora, todaraba and chag urim sameach. Thank you so much for everything, Nachum. Hashem should bless you and give you strong to continue the wonderful uh, radio that you have and the opportunity that you give us. Thank you so much. Sadara Ba. Leora Tedji, everybody. She's amazing. She's in Yerushalayim. She's taking care of a lot of folks, and you can help out. Terror-victims.org.il. Terror-victims.org.il. This is JM in the AM. Sit on 
Sei volar 
Thank you. 
Cause we got the fire, fire, fire. Yeah, we got the fire, fire, fire. JM and the AM, there's something about that song I like. It's Burn from uh, the Maccabees here at JM and the AM in honor of Hanukkah 5774. A big holiday begins tomorrow night. So tomorrow it's our Erev Hanukkah edition of JM and the AM. Before the Burn selection from the Maccabees, you heard Isaac Honig, brand new from the Achenu CD that we uh, introduced yesterday when Yitzchak Saflis was visiting us. That's brand new from Achenu. And that is Vali Yerushalayim. Don't forget they have a great brand new Maos Tzor that actually opens up. That CD. And the MS Adir, we did that combination from the cast of MS Vyatsev, Roth, and Green here on a, a Tuesday at JM in the AM. Don't forget, we have amazing programming all day long. Ellie Hagler discusses Thanksgiving uh, coming up on the OU Jewish Reaction Show at 9 a.m., one hour from now. 
I get to speak to Rabbi Shlomo Riskin, courtesy of our friends at Corin Publishers. That happens between 10 and 11 this morning, and Rabbi Riskin's now five-volume set entitled Torah Light. ZK will do a live lunch. The Achenu debut is going to be in there as well. Tonight, Rabbi Yigal Siegel on Homeward Bound in the 7 o'clock hour has Peter Abelow, Dr. Abelow, one of the premier tour guides in Israel. They'll discuss what to see in Israel vis-a-vis Hanukkah. That show is done today. It airs tonight in the 7 o'clock hour, Homeward Bound on jmandam.org. And, of course, the 9 at 9, you don't want to miss it. Voting is already closed for the 9 at 9, but the results are not in yet, which means you'll get to hear what the top songs are based on your votes coming up tonight with Yossi Zweig. We are very much looking forward to it. Should be a lot of fun. Every edition of 9 at 9 is a tremendous amount of fun. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web. It's jmtheam.org. That the Rebbeinu Shalom needs one more tear, even one more tear. After all the tears that we've cried. But if indeed he needs one more tear, with your permission, I ask him, Kachet Shalom. Rebbeinu Shalom, Ani Yoyitei. Shebe Salmikdosh Ashlishi Eino Banui Meyachonim Hu Banui Mitmuois Oi Ripoi Noishelloi Lo Ani Yoyitea Shebe Salmikdosh Ashlishi Eino banui meyavoni, hu banui mitmoi. Im kol ma sheatotzori, rakoi dimochas. Im kol ma sheatotzori, rakoi dimochas.
That's Avramel, of course. Time for Music 27. Celebrates 40 years of Camp Hask, and it happens on January the 12th at Avery Fisher Hall, and people like Avram Fried and A.B. Rottenberg, Diaspora, Ohad, Baruch Levine, Benny Friedman, Eighth Day, will all be together on stage that night with Nagina conducted by Yisrael Lamb. Information at 718-686-5931, 718-686-5931. You can also go to the web, hasconcert.com. Again, that's uh, hasconcert.com to get more information. And uh, we always find special people around Has Concert time to speak to. Michelle Steinhardt wrote an amazing article about a very important event in her family's life that took place, I think she would say, only because of her association with Camp Hask. Michelle's been working in Jewish education and Jewish special education for over 15 years, teaching in day schools and synagogue schools and serving as a counselor in summer camps and advisor in youth groups. She is a a parent of a Hask camper who at the age of two and a half was diagnosed with autism. And recently they had the unbelievable privilege of celebrating a bar mitzvah, and a bar mitzvah that was more like a normal bar mitzvah than anybody ever would have suspected. Michelle Steinhardt, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, when did the bar mitzvah take place? How long ago? 
Um, so we did a Camp Hask version, and we celebrated it at Camp Hask um, on, on August 3rd. And then we had a repeat performance um, at our home in Muncie, in our community here, and that took place the Shabbos just after camp on August 17th and August 18th. The celebration continued. You start the article on uh, on the topic of your son's bar mitzvah with uh, something that that according to what you wrote, you've thought about for over 10 years, ever since he was diagnosed with autism. You thought about the bar mitzvah day. Do you remember thinking about it when he was still a little kid? Um, yes. Um, you know. My, my husband teaches um, Bar Mitzvah Boys Have a Lane, and I grew up in, a, as the article said, I grew up in a family that was very shul-oriented. My father was a chazan. My brother is a chazan. Um, Bali Kriya in the family. And um, I think when he was first diagnosed, one of the things that actually ran through my mind was, oh, my gosh, well, how are we going to catch him up so that he can have a bar mitzvah? <laughs> um, because working in the field of special ed, I know that there are some stu- that the groundwork needs to be laid from the time from the time they just start receiving services in terms of what are our goals for this child, how do we want this child to develop, and what skills are most important to bring this, this child to the milestones that are most important to us and our family so, and to their future in general. So your professional expertise said to you that if there's going to be anything close to a normal bar mitzvah, essentially preparations have to start now. Right. Wow. That, a lot of people find that hard to believe, but... Right. Uh, but it's, 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 for you, I guess it was a, a, a right. 10-year project, right? And it, it, wasn't, it wasn't just the, what's that day going to look like? Right. What's he going to look like at a, as the bar mitzvah? What's he going to look like at 13? What are my goals for him? And how do I want him to develop and become a member of our community? Um, it takes a long time or not to get over the diagnosis when uh, you realize that your son has autism and that things will be a little different. So I think that um, I think that's a very different process for each parent. Um there are many different stages. A lot of parents go through denial first. My husband and I were not at the same place through the whole diagnosis period. Um, we both got to the same place pretty quickly, but um, I didn't have so much of the denial. Um, I was. I started. I actually had him first evaluated at three months, just because something in my gut told me that there was something wrong. But he didn't qualify for services, and by eight months he was in services, and by two and a half he was. He was already had a diagnosis, and I was more of on a path of, instead of worrying about my emotions and how I was feeling about it, I was on a path of, we have to get him what he needs, and, you know, I kind of let my emotions just sit in the background. Now I have to say that since this whole, going through this whole bar mitzvah process with him, I would say it's a time where I've had more emotion than I probably had my whole life, <laughs> because um, there's just such a joy of all of these many, many years of really hard work were really worth the effort. I can only imagine Michelle Steinhardt with us live via telephone. So at what age did Avi, the bar mitzvah boy, enter Camp Hask? He started going to Camp Hask. Um, he actually turned um, eight his first summer at Camp Hask. So he's been going to Camp Hask for six years now. This was his sixth summer there. Um, he, As a matter of fact, um, he, was in, he went to Hask's preschool in Muncie, and um, we were very close with the staff there, and I'm very involved in that school. And um, at the time, many of them were pushing me to send him to Camp Hass, but I had the false opinion that no one could possibly take care of him better than I could, so how could I possibly ever send him away? <laughs> um, and I say false because it's completely false. Every year he goes to camp, he comes home much better than the way we sent him, and he's given an opportunity to thrive in ways that we cannot provide him here. Unbelievable. Um, Camp Hask, um, my son works very hard all year long 
Besides on all of his goals, he works very, very hard just to fit into the world around him. And at Camp Hask, he gets a vacation from that because he fits in. He fits in, and everyone treats him with extreme respect, from every counselor to every other camper to every therapist to every administrator. They treat him with respect. They understand his abilities. They praise him for his abilities. They build on those abilities, and he is able to thrive in a way that he can thrive nowhere else. I think you just summed up in three sentences what we've been saying for uh, for about a quarter of a century about yeah, the camp ask yeah. experience. Unbelievable. Michelle Steinhardt is here. Can you quantify... And we've had guests on topics like this before, but I get the feeling that you're able to do this maybe better than some of the others. Can you quantify some of the things or list some of the things that he can do and did on the bar mitzvah day up in camp that he likely would not have been able to do if not for all those camping experiences? Is that something you could describe for us, if if it's even possible? Oh, you could. Go ahead. Absolutely. So, you know... We belong to a very, um, we, we dive in a shtibel here in Muncie. It's a very warm community. Everybody is very accepting of Avi. Um, but Avi clearly does not um, behave typically in shul. His behavior is not always intact. And because of that, in, in our community, he goes to shul for small periods of time. Right. In Camp Hask, because there is leniency for all of these different behaviors, he's able to be in shul three times a day. Mm. And he's able to dive in what he's able to dive in, and then if he needs to take a break and read a book or, you know, talk to himself or sing a song for a few minutes, that's acceptable. Whereas it might not be acceptable elsewhere and how loud he could possibly get. So um, about a year prior to the bar mitzvah, Avi has been very lucky. He's one of the few camp camp campers who has been blessed to have been with the same counselor for six years. Oh, my gosh. Not typical, huh? Not typical, um, although that is not to say that all of his other co-counselors have not been phenomenal with him. Avi has been very blessed that every young counselor who decides to devote their summer to this, has one has been more incredible than the next. Toss out the first name of that ca- counselor for so six So I can even say his last name. Good. Wouldn't mind. His name is Natan Santa Cruz. Okay. He is, he's become a Ben Bias by us, part of our family completely. And he, about a year prior to Avi's summer, so he said, Avi loves singing. We're going to teach him Kabbalah Shabbos, and he's going to lead Kabbalah Shabbos. And I said, Natan, he can barely he can barely behave in shul. How is he going to be at the Amud leading Kabbalah Shabbos for everybody? And what does that mean? And how is he going to do it? And Natan's like, I'm telling you, he can do it. And Natan worked with him at, during camp last summer, this past summer, every day practicing with him. And during the year, Natan would come to our house for Shabbosim, and he would practice with him three or four times over a Shabbos. And they did a Karlbach style so that it was mostly singing and dancing. And um, until he actually did it, I would say I was a little concerned he wasn't going to do it. How is he going to do it? So I think that the first moment that it became a reality, this is really going to happen, was Friday afternoon um, before his bar mitzvah. We drove up to camp, and we, um, we drove in, and first of all, the whole camp was decorated. Um, you know, you knew from the second you got into camp that it was obviously Steinhardt's bar mitzvah, <laughs> and, which is also so overwhelming. It's like, look what a celebrity we have. You know, and we became such celebrities. We, people were stopping us. You're obviously Steinhardt's family. It was, it, was so, it's, it was just so incredible. And then we, walked, we, um, we had asked where Avi was, and Natan said, oh, I'm taking him to the shul now to do a practice. And so I said, can we come in? And he said, of course. And we walked in, and Avi was just like standing at the BMO with a talus on, 
totally with it, <laughs> totally just davening with a huge smile on his face and just so happy to be doing what he was doing. Um, and I think it was at that moment that I looked at my husband and said, oh, my gosh, Avi can really do it. I think, like, the whole time I kind of doubted because as parents, although we hear about all these amazing things that our children are able to do at camp, I wasn't able to see it until I was there. We go up for visiting day, but spending Shabbos there was one of the best Shabbos of our lives. Huh. To see the way all of these counselors love every single camper. And some of the campers, unfortunately, are not able to even give back that love. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't change the way they treat them. They treat them with respect. They challenge them. They hold the bar high. And you can see the love in every single counselor's face. I've got to assume that I've met Avi at some point during one of my visits up there. You, you probably did. Yeah, I have to assume <laughs> He probably that. tried to take your mic away because he loves Mike. <laughs> <laughs> was, his, was, his uh, Friday, was his Friday night service as good as the Friday afternoon practice? Oh, absolutely. He was phenomenal. The camp actually did something that was actually very sweet. They decided that they would open the mechitza so that I could see better because the camp <laughs> has mechitza is like a wall. You can't really see anything. And so that that was, I, I would say, the only glitch in the system because Avi saw me and he wanted me to come and stand with him at Sima, <laughs> which obviously I couldn't. Um, but, you know, once they told him that, like, you'll be able to go to Mommy right after you finish, he he just went with it and then... Uh, after he finished, they put him on his shoulders and the singing and the dancing, and that was like that every meal the whole Shabbos. And then on Motze Shabbos, they had him allow Malka in his honor, and Avi loved Sesame Street, and the next thing we knew, they brought out tons of counselors dressed up in all the Sesame Street costumes, and Avi was running up the stage and hugging them. You would have thought you handed this kid a million dollars. Unbelievable. It was just, they, they know him, they know what makes him tick, they all love him, and they really made it so special for um, for our family, for Avi, and it really challenged my husband and I to really see that this kid can do so much more than we ever dreamed he could do. Only, and, only. Um, we were able to then, when he came home, we had four camp past counselors come to us for Shabbos, create a very similar ruach here, where we had our families, our siblings, our parents, my grandmother, um, Avi's great grandmother, flew in from Chicago as well, and. Um, and he was able to do it all for them, and they all had the same reaction. My 16-year-old nephew actually said to me after that, he said, I am so inspired by Avi. I see him all the time, but I just had no idea how much he can do. And one of the, one of the neighborhood people who came to Davin with us in that Friday Night Minion here at our home um, said to me before he left that every week in shul they dance by Kabbalah Shabbos and they sing by Kabbalah Shabbos, but he said to me, you know, Michelle, I felt this Friday night HaKadosh Baruch Hu was dancing with us in that circle. Quite a statement. Michelle Steinhardt with us live via telephone. Recently celebrated at least two bar mitzvahs with Avi Steinhardt, both in camp and outside of camp. Uh, the one outside of camp um, uh, essentially was as close to a regular bar mitzvah as possible, right? Speeches, Absolutely. services, a great meal, I mean, dancing. So, yeah, so we had our families for Shabbos, and we had... Um, we had speeches at every meal by uncles, but I spoke, my husband spoke at one point, grandparents spoke, um, Avi got an Aliyah Shabbos morning. Did Avi address the crowd? Avi, so then on Sunday we had a large party where we invited basically the whole staff from Camp Ass pretty much, and we invited um, every therapist who has ever worked with Avi since he's born, and all of our families and friends, 
and there was music, and we had actually Avi speak via video so that he wouldn't have the pressure to speak in front of everybody, and he could just join his party. Wow. But he did address the crowd via video. He did a phenomenal job. Oh, he pre-recorded it, you're saying? Yes. And then, um, then he actually did something that we were a little surprised by, but after the first round or two of dancing, I think he had had enough dancing, and um, we put in some of his Sesame Street music because that's really what he loves, and he decided to do an impromptu concert, and he went over to the band leader, and he took his, um, and he took his mic, and he performed song after song after song, some with another person, some by himself, and then towards the end, um, my brother Jeremy Amster from Chicago, he happens to, other than his regular job, he also sings with bands in Chicago, and Avi enjoys singing with him very much. Avi at that point went over to the mic and asked my brother to come up and sing with him. <laughs> the theme of our bar mitzvah was Tov Lahodos, and the two of them sang Tov Lahodos together, which was just such a beautiful thing. Unbelievable. Uh, so, Michelle, it's, um, I mean, what you're saying, I think, has already convinced everybody the importance of Camp Hask, but uh, your story, in some way, shape, or form, gets replicated hundreds of times each summer, right? Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. Um, most people choose not to do a Shabbos bar mitzvah at Camp Hask. I think that in the history of Camp Hask, we're only the second Shabbos bar mitzvah. Um, the reason why most people pick weekday is because camp is, um, because they have such a large staff, they're limited on sleeping space. So if you come in during the week, you can bring in your whole entourage of every aunt and uncle and cousin right. and friend and neighbor. But, you know, if you come on Shabbos, you're limited with your guest list. Um, but we, since we were making another bar mitzvah Muncie, we were we really wanted to spend Shabbos with him there. Um, it's, as a matter of fact, um, the principal at the the former principal of Haskin Muncie, who was Abby's preschool director, Marcy Glixman, used to work at Camp Hask as well. And when she was trying to convince me to send Avi to camp, she said to me, "Michelle, you have to send him. He's a summer birthday. It will be a it will be a ha- Camp Hask bar mitzvah. You don't know what that is." <laughs> And at that point, I said, I'm not going to send him just for his bar mitzvah. But looking back, I am so happy he had a camp pass bar mitzvah because it was not just an incredible experience for Avi and for our family it was, and for my husband and me, but for my other children to have seen this. They were, I have a 10-year-old daughter and even my three-and-a-half-year-old twins were so proud of him. They totally got what was happening, and they were so kind to all the other campers. And um, it's been a really amazing experience. As a matter of fact, um just two weeks ago, five, four counselors um, came to our house for Shabbos, spent Shabbos with Avi, and they actually brought two other campers with them. So Avi had a little reunion with some of his Camp Ask friends. Will he be back this summer? Um, Avi, absolutely. <laughs> Say- Avi, absolutely. It's not, just, it's not just an amazing place for Avi. It's an amazing place for our family because, you know, we love Avi, and he is an amazing kid who has made our family into an incredible family. But he does require 24-7 supervision, and those seven weeks allow us seven weeks to rejuvenate, spend time with our children in a way that we're not able to do the rest of the year, so that when he comes home, we have the energy to do what we need to do the rest of the year. Do you know where he is right now? <laughs> he's, he's in school. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> as excited as you are, you sounded calm. So <laughs> Yes, yes, he is in school. I figured he started his day. Michelle Steinhardt is on our phone line. I don't know what else to say. We encourage everybody to support Camp Hask, this time in a very fun way, of course, with the big concert 
coming up in honor of the 40th anniversary of the actual camp and the 27th time that we get together at Avery Fisher Hall. Uh, I cannot add anything to what Michelle Steinhardt has told us this morning, coming off the double bar mitzvah celebration for Avi uh, during the summer and then the fall of 2013. Time for Music 27 with Avremel and A.B. Rottenberg and Diaspora and Oad and Baruch Levine and Benny Friedman and Eighth Day, all happening at Avery Fisher Hall this coming January the 12th. 718-686-5931, 718-686-5931, or hasconcert.com. And, Michelle, you've already alluded to it. The Jewish music component is a massive component when it comes to uh, yes. uh, to the Has campers, including Avi himself. Absolutely. These kids love, love music. Avi thrives on music. He actually, someone bought him from Barber to a karaoke machine, and that's what he <laughs> plays with all day. Um, but one thing that I did want to say is sure. that, you know, as a parent of a special needs child, um, HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose us to parent Avi. We're very fortunate. We're very happy. He has added so much to our lives. But a great yeshikach goes to all the individuals who work at Camp Pass because they're doing it by choice. Right. And they are choosing for seven weeks of the year to be up 24-7 and to be working as hard as they can to be parents to these children. And it's, not, and it's their choice. It, it wasn't just given to them. So call a to them. Michelle, you're incredible. What a delight to speak to you this morning. Best regards to your husband and Thank to you. Avi and the counselors and everybody who I'm sure you continue to see all through the year from Camp yes. Ask. Thank you so much. Michelle Steinhardt, uh, an amazing story. Um, we first read about it on a blog post that she had about the summer bar mitzvah up in camp. And as you heard, uh, his bar mitzvah, Avi's bar mitzvah that took place after camp, uh, up in the Muncie community was as uh, regular bar mitzvah as you can imagine. And uh, so much of it, as she said, credit to the Camp Hask staff. 25 minutes after 8 o'clock, this is a very special Tuesday morning at JM in the AM. I have trouble with my words They don't seem to come out clear But I want you all to know me So I'll try By asking one small question It won't take up too much time Can you tell me, can you answer Who am I? I know I'm very different by the things I cannot do Why I'd find it hard to tell you my own name So you wonder just who am I as you try to hide your eyes But believe me, you and I are much the same Don't you marvel at a sunset As the rays shine through the clouds And the night begins to take over the sky Don't you love the sound of laughter And a lively happy tune Oh, then we are not so different You and I Mighty eagle as it spreads its graceful wings, 
Yeah, yeah. 
A selection we introduced yesterday, Maus Tour from the brand new Achenu CD. Shlomo Cohen and Ellie Laufer together on that. Achenu is brand new. We'll have the um, a, a segment during the live lunch today with ZK on that brand new CD as well. So check it out on our stream live lunch between 11 and 1 Eastern time. Uh, Ellie Hagler with the OU Jewish Reaction Show. Ellie discusses Thanksgiving Ka. And it's rarity coming up between 9 and 10 this morning. At 10 o'clock, I have the privilege of speaking to Rabbi Shlomo Riskin. The uh, fifth volume of his Torah Light series is uh, complete, ready to be released. I want to thank our friends at Koran Publishers, made Rabbi Riskin available today for us. And uh, that'll be on between 10 and 11 Eastern time this morning here at jmnam.org. Eight Nights was from Stan Forn. Of course, A.B. Rottenberg with Who Am I? I want to thank Michelle Steinhardt. What a great conversation regarding the amazing Camp Hask. Afternoon light rain, then heavy rain tonight and tomorrow. Tonight the low 39. Tomorrow, thank goodness, the high goes to 58. We're at 34 right now. They have a heat wave in Yerushalayim, a real heat wave. They're at 93 at the end of November. I thought it was a misprint, but they're really at 93 during the news from Israel. There was a whole uh, indication how the country's going through a heat wave um, at the end of November, which is pretty incredible, frankly. Who would believe that? I found the uh, the Saturday New York Times reference. The Saturday New York Times, in its opening paragraph of the very first story on the front page, had an explanation or a review, let's put it that way, of what they are attempting in Geneva. This is before the agreement with Iran was signed, uh, which happened late Saturday night, early Sunday morning. 
Saturday night here. It was already Sunday morning in Europe. And uh, I, I read this paragraph from Saturday's New York Times I don't know how many times, and I just couldn't figure it out. I was like, I just, I was trying to figure it out. Like, it just, the whole thing didn't make sense. So I finally found it here. And here's what it says. I think it's three sentences. In its delicate negotiations with Iran over freezing its nuclear program, the Obama administration is gambling that the gradual relaxation of punishing sanctions will whet Tehran's appetite for greater economic relief, inducing the country's leaders to negotiate a further deal to roll back its nuclear progress. <laughs> Am I the only one who thinks there's absolutely no logic behind that? I'm telling you, I've read it over, I just read it again now, and it's still, it, the logic escapes me. Uh, anyway, the big news for us this week is that unlike in previous years when we've been off on Friday of Thanksgiving weekend, uh, I'll be here this coming Friday, and the Malcolm Honeline has agreed to join me. So uh, in light of the fa- even though it's Thanksgiving Hanukkah or Thanksgiving weekend Hanukkah, we have a weekly update scheduled for this week, and we will certainly analyze that New York Times paragraph. I can guarantee you that. And we'll analyze what's going on in general. A story that I uh, spoke about earlier this morning, <coughs> which um, has made headlines, the Prime Minister of Israel made it clear to the most powerful man on earth that if he intends to stay the most powerful man on earth, it's important to make a change in American policy because the practical result of his current policy is liable to lead him to the same failure that the Americans absorbed in North Korea and Pakistan, and Iran could be next in line. This is apparently a message conveyed by Prime Minister Netanyahu based on a report from a senior Israeli lawmaker in Netanyahu's ruling coalition reported in the Jerusalem Post. So we will definitely discuss that this coming Friday as well during our weekly update. There's a lot to talk about, of course, and uh, we'll do as much as we can get to uh, this coming Friday at JM and the AM. Tomorrow's Erev Hanukkah. We'll try to do a great Erev Hanukkah special here at JM and the AM. And, of course, tomorrow night the holiday begins. Hard to believe. Hard to believe that it all starts tomorrow night, the beautiful eight days of Hanukkah. And Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, we will have a uh, a Thanksgiving slash Hanukkah Day 1 special between 6 and 9 right here at JM and the AM. Make sure you are tuned in. should be a lot of fun. Uh, Cantor Goffin, the Chaz, will join me tomorrow. Cantor Goffin, the Chaz himself, will join me tomorrow. Ding is also supposed to stop by. Lots of events going on. We'll talk about Hanukkah and more right here at JM in the AM. Uh, don't forget to uh, follow us on Facebook. Like our Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel, Twitter at Nahum Siegel Net, and on Instagram, just search my name and join us with all these social media platforms. Here's Miami.
J.M. in the A.M. with Yehuda Green. And days are coming. Miami before that with Allah Nisim as we get set for Hanukkah that begins tomorrow night. Rough weather ahead. Make sure you have your umbrella with you, especially if you're out late tonight. Happy birthday, Cheryl Markowitz. Anybody who's in Bergen County today and sees Cheryl Markowitz, say, hey, happy birthday. That comes from all of us here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, big Hanukkah special coming up Thursday on Thanksgiving Day, day one of Hanukkah. Make sure to join us between 6 and 9. Friday, including the weekly update with Malcolm Honline, we'll be here between 6 and 9 in the morning. A lot of preempting on our network schedule on uh, Thursday and Friday. We'll update you as we uh, go through the schedule each and every day. Right now, um, Ellie Hagler will be discussing Thanksgiving Ka on um, on the OU Jewish Reaction Show coming up between 9 and 10, and I will speak to Rabbi Shlomo Riskin, courtesy of Koran Publishers, coming up at 10 o'clock on our stream. Live lunch with ZK, including a big uh, segment on Achenu and their brand-new CD that's happening between 11 and 1 Eastern time. Tonight, Yigal Siegel from Jerusalem with Homeward Bound in the 7 o'clock hour. He'll be speaking with Dr. Peter Abelo, one of the best tour guides in Israel, about Hanukkah spots in Israel related to the holiday of Hanukkah. Uh, 9 at 9 with Yossi Zweig. That's going to be happening uh, at 9 p.m. tonight. Voting is already closed for that, but this week's countdown starts at 9 p.m. this evening. Wrapping things up with Gershon Verobo off of the Yes Legacy. Daddy told me the story of a little David who stood at just a five foot high. I want a rock from a slingshot made all Goliath die. People came from miles around just to shake his hand. You see, it's not the size of the man in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the man. He said, amen, oh hallelujah. The prophets all say it's true. You set your mind to do I said amen Oh hallelujah With heaven as your helping hand You see it's not the size of the man in the fight It's the size of the fight in the man The city of Jericho was mighty strong With the walls up to the sky Joshua was up against ten to one The walls come and tumbling down. I said, Amen. Oh, hallelujah. The prophets all say it's true. You can do anything under thunder heaven that you set your mind to do. Do what you want. I said, Amen. Oh, hallelujah. With heaven as your helping hand. You see, it's not the size of the man in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the man. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listen to sponsored WFMU East Orange. WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Garrison Verobo off the Yes Legacy wrapping up a uh, Tuesday for us here at JM and the AM. Yeshiva League sports update, which is usually Tuesday at 7.20 because there's so many games tonight. We've postponed until tomorrow. So Yeshiva League sports update tomorrow morning at 7.20. Cantor Sherwood Goffin scheduled for tomorrow. Ding is supposed to stop by on Erev Hanukkah. 
Who knows what will happen tomorrow? Make sure to tune in and you'll hear it all. Uh, coming up next, Ali Hagler with the Jewish Reaction Show on jmdm.org. Then I speak to Rabbi Shlomo Riskin on Buy the Book, coming up between 10 and 11, courtesy of Current Publishers. Live lunch with ZK between 11 and 1. The Achenu World Debut will be um, played during that uh, live lunch this afternoon. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.